Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 163 of the eavesdrop podcast. It's not going anywhere. I've changed my mind. I, I plan on quitting doing this thing because it was just getting because the, the boundaries of having to do it physically uh, makes it difficult for me to be on a consistent basis now. Back in the day when I first, you know, the infinite thing happened first, I had so much free time that me and Matt could travel anywhere at all times and it would be... I mean, shit, man. We did podcasts in London. We've done podcasts pretty much everywhere, except for I say everywhere, but that's not that's not true. Just mostly in the United States. What am I talking about? Uh, legendary uh, player, uh, great friend, definitely, in my opinion, the greatest console player of all time, Mr. Matthew Piper Formo. Hey, hey guys. Matt's clapping too. Uh, Last time we did one of these, Matt, was uh, February 4th, February 24th of 2022. So it's about to be two years in two months. Uh, I I find it often hard to do podcasts with people that I used to see. I don't see you now. I, I think we saw more of each other when you were playing. When when did we when were we hanging out, like, almost on a daily basis? When I, like, first joined the Halo team? No, was it? Yeah. So what, what year was it, 2022? Yeah. Yeah. And I was around a lot. Yeah. Well, you were around a lot. I was around a lot. Uh, and I often, as I was saying, I, I often don't do podcasts with people that I see on a daily basis because I'm like, I, what the fuck can we talk about? So I asked uh, AI or, or G or Grok, G-Rock or whatever to come up with some uh, interesting uh, thoughts uh, about you and it asked me pretty much everything it's like what would you recommend people how do they get into gaming like what is the best it's still like NPC though yeah super right so because it's it's a uh, the people that watch this know everything there is to know about gaming they've heard it all like they heard about practice they heard about consistency they heard about every single piece of advice that you can give about anything, streaming, about gaming, content creation, about competing, about being a good teammate, about, the, it, name it. What is one piece of advice that you wish people knew? That I wish people knew? Yeah. About as, what? Like, uh, just a, an advice that, that has nothing to do with any of the traditional, typical topics that we would uh, discuss. Mm. You ready for your relationships to fall apart? Oh my god! I mean, like it's a truth. Oh, though. just all like, relationships, friendships. Yeah, just like you, you grow. Like, I went pro when I was in high school. Like, when you're in high school, your world only extends as far as your high school goes. And then once I started traveling a bunch, competing, it's like, it just feels like it's like an old life type of thing. And like, you kind of just move on from everything you kind of once knew. And like, you kind of just like. You don't care because you know they're going to be okay and stuff and your friends are going to be okay, but you slowly detach and like once you're in this space, like you're in it. Yeah. Like you're just like, now Now your world is like Twitter and Twitch and YouTube and you know what I'm saying? Like all your relationships that you like previously had are going to fall apart. <laughs> I mean like obviously you can still balance, right? Like you yeah. can have a girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? You can have a good relationship with your parents and stuff like that. It's just like stuff requires a lot of time, a lot of effort at this level moving you know like it's just it's a lot so gotta be ready for that that's very good that was very introspective of you 
Um, I never really thought about that. But I haven't thought about that because I like I still have the same circle of friends. Are you uh, do you, are you good at at maintaining friendships? Fuck as, no, as, no, like uh, fuck no. I always feel bad about that. Yeah, like yeah, my high school friends like when I won COD champs, for example, like I got like a bunch of texts from my closest friends from high school, and they were saying you know like just all, it was just like piled in with all the congratulation mm -hmm. texts I was getting, and like I realized like months later I never even like responded to them, and like it's just like. I mean, I was busy, you know, at the time, like, I was just, like, reading a whole bunch of shit, probably saw it, just skimmed past it, and then, but, like, I realized later, like, damn, that's, like, fucked up, because these guys were, like, my best friends at one point, you know, mm -hmm. and it just felt like I was just being a bad friend, but it wasn't like I was intentionally, like, you know, not texting them, it's just, like, like I said, you just grow apart, and they, they still pay attention to what I do, like, they were texting me before, like, my last Halo Champs, like, just, like, you know, you got the shit, like, all the shit, we're all watching and shit. Do you get bothered by stuff like that? What do you mean? Like when you're so locked in that like nobody should be like me, for example, I'm I'm like that. I'm like if, if I'm about to do something, I don't need anybody to tell me good luck. I don't need anybody to tell me like watch out because now I have them. I'm like, oh, I'm going to let you down fucking too. <laughs> or, but I guess when you're a winner like you, you don't think of things like some I would think of. No, yeah, I don't. I don't. I just kind of read it. It doesn't really. I'm going to give you the perfect example. Okay. My mom sometimes sends me dms of like reels or whatever on on instagram and every single time i see her name on there i'm like mom this is work you know what i'm saying in my head mm -hmm. and i'm just like i'm like oh then i'll reply to her obviously but i'll be like oh it's like i feel like it's interjecting with work or you know my my personal first family you know what i'm saying it's in you know interference. No, i feel that i feel that yeah, so I, I I always wonder that because people do, you know, when, when people text me and stuff like that, when I'm like in the middle of something or I'm doing something or you guys are playing and like, uh, you know, my boy Los would, would text me when, when you guys mm. would, or any of our Call of Duty teams go down and say, man, what happened? I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not trying to talk about this right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like the, the worst, yeah. like you, the worst. Yeah, I used to get really mad at my mom because she would always tell me like, so I have glasses and like, I don't need them for my screen. I need them for like, I were to be driving a car, mm -hmm. can't see very far, but like I would lose a series or something, be really mad. Then she'd be like, I'm telling you, you got to wear the glasses and like <laughs> you'll win. And I'm just like, dude. And like after like the 10th time that was texted to me and she got like so mad. Um, but yeah, so I get that. You got, you got mad? Adam? Yeah, I definitely Did got you mad. Say I was like, it's not the fucking glasses. Yeah. Like stop it's saying it's these thumbs. magical glasses. Like, uh, yeah, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about. Um, the people, because I, I just saw, the reason I'm asking this is because I just saw a TikTok in which there's this soccer kid that he's playing <clears throat> and his mom's recording and some kid like runs up to him and like just does a regular tackle, takes the ball away from him and then she, she screams, Rev, he fouled him, he fouled him. And then the kid gets up, like does this himself, he's like, mom, shut up. But in, not in like a annoyed way, it's just like, mom, shut up, I got this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what is it about? that sort of love from those that are so close to you that sometimes like makes you a little bit apprehensive about saying, you know, taking it for what it's worth. No? I mean, I can't really relate to that too much. Yeah. But. Well, you just did with, with like your mom. You're like, it's not the glasses, mom. Oh, yeah, anything yeah, anything yeah. else like that? Like your brothers, your dad? Nah. My dad doesn't really text me. When, like if I win, he'll congratulate me. If I lose, he knows like leave me alone type of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> My brother will like... That's, a, that's an interesting point. Go ahead. My brother will like text me or like talk to me a little bit but he doesn't piss me off my mom with the glasses thing though that was pissing me yeah. off there for a little bit yeah my dad doesn't check in on me i don't check in on him but we see each other every every like once once a week we see each other and we sort of catch up but that is that is interesting that it's the moms that are you're still mm -hmm. always gonna be the baby i guess even at 43 years old 
Yeah. Thank you. Feed me. Um, <laughs> all right. So a, a lot has changed. Obviously, um, I think since we lasted a podcast, you have gone on this like sort of re, re rebirth of yourself and your career, uh, going back to the game that you originally like loved. What did? What is the one thing that you've learned as a competitor since the the, the last time that we spoke? Hmm. Is it? Uh, while you think about it, I'll give you a couple more like thoughts, experimental thoughts there. Like, uh, do you realize playing both that it's you as a player and not necessarily the game or the abilities? Because they're different games. So I've played Halo before, and there's I just can't get used to the movements, or it just doesn't compute with me. What is it about you? Do you think? I think like, I think I realized, um kind of what I like kind of assumed which was like I still have it and I still wanted to win and stuff and like that I was just like in a I don't know I don't know what COD was doing to me but it just like wasn't where I should have been as a competitor like just like wasn't putting my best foot forward at all wasn't even putting an effort and was okay with not putting an effort you know like was just there for vibes basically um and it was just like looking back on it now like I'm obviously mad at myself but like at the time it was like it was fun I was exactly what I wanted to do you know we had a really fun team um both the 21 and 2022 20, years, like, or 2020 and 2021, excuse me, like, just pure fun. Like, mm -hmm. wasn't really there to win. Like, we were there to win, obviously, but not, like, not really, you know? And, like, that's always something I look back on and regret, but at the same time, it was just, like, a really fun time, and I just, like, I realized once I went back to Halo that, like, I still had that really serious and passionate side that I, like, wanting to win and stuff, and, like, you could still have fun along the way, and obviously, but I just, like, reignited the thing that i thought i lost so it was definitely something that i learned is yeah. definitely really good um obviously we just uh parted ways with uh apg um does it you know obviously you, you've been on on combination number 100 of teammates that you've had throughout your career um brad obviously was one of the the early ones for you uh, parting ways with him had to have been hard. What what goes into a decision like that, especially from an inner working relationship uh, standpoint? I mean, like, Brad, Brad's, like, always going to be, like, one of my best friends from gaming, regardless of what happens and regardless of, like, you know, he beats me every single event next year. It's, like, we're always going to be close no matter what. We've been friends for a long time. Um, and, like, that decision was really hard just because, like, I'm going to miss having him around. And, like, I do think he's still good enough to play on our team and stuff like that. I just think that, the, like, the way we lost was just like so like I don't know so disheartening for the team that we just felt like we needed to like change something um and uh yeah the team just came together and decided that's what they wanted to do so I mean I'm gonna miss him though it's like you know one of my best friends and like you too he's a really good kid yeah he's yeah. a really good kid and uh I mean like we're still cool you yeah. know we've already talked and stuff yeah, yeah. um yeah it's it's hard it is hard to make a decision like that though does it uh do you think it'll so what you're saying is after competing for close to how many years now like 13 12 close to 15 years does decisions like that ever get any easier or is it is it its own internal battle every single time it's definitely easier um because at this point like you kind of like kind of like like when i was first like making team changes like earlier on in my career i was thinking it's like some huge deal yeah. you know like fucking gonna be like talking about it and calls of people and stuff like that but like at this point like it just happens man like roster rangers are gonna happen and everybody kind of understands that you know everyone's been around for so fucking long now like wasn't that big of a deal he yeah. took it really well yeah took like a five minute discord call okay and like 
it was just like and he wasn't like he would just he was super understanding about it you know mm -hmm. and uh yeah i think it does get easier as like the longer you're in the show you've been playing uh some some Warzone uh back in the call of duty mm -hmm. any itch there um do you feel like you're like this is cake it's a cakewalk for me if i wanted to i could be back at the top in no in no time well like Warzone specifically no just call just of duty COD? in general yeah god no i mean there isn't like a thought where i'm just thinking like yeah i could probably run all these guys like i mean like i probably could <laughs> i probably could if you put a gun in my head and said just like run them but <laughs> i um i'm really just playing it out of boredom okay i'm just really bored in this off season and it's filling that void for now it's been fun it's new it's fresh like there's obviously a lot of things you get mad at so it's not perfect but it is something new and it's like fun for now so i've been playing a lot of it you know yeah, now that you're playing out of the downtown office and obviously closing down the, the hex quarters as we did two weeks ago, still fresh. Uh, now that you're sitting next to uh, Maniac and then a little bit further down is uh, is Dashy, two of the guys that at some point or another mentored. Uh, do, is, is, it, is it good vibes in here at all times, especially when you <laughs> play with them, or do they sometimes get under your skin? Now, I know all these answers. The fuck? I know. I know all these answers. I'm I'm literally asking questions that this thing put no, in my brain they, last night. Them too. They never get under my skin. No. No. Absolutely not. Not under your skin, but like uh, not, not even annoying. A little not bit? even a little bit. Neither. Really. Yeah, not even a little bit. That's very good. So you've been a good mentor then, because I, I as a mentor, I think I'm the one of the worst. I was never meant to be a good one, because I always get like triggered and annoyed, and I'm just. Uh. No. Yeah. I mean, like once you understand a person, like Brandon, for example, like hard to get mad at him. Mm -hmm. but you know, he's not really doing anything out of like. You know, like trying to piss you off. He's mm -hmm. just the way he is. You know. Yeah, yeah. And what's uh? Know. Obviously, he's he's uh he's had his level his his own personal things that he's gone through the controversies of whether he had the commitment to show up on time and did it on time. What is one thing that you know he's taken from you that he's implemented? I know what again. I know these answers. Mm. Think he's. I don't know if there's like a specific thing. I just know that for me and him to se like separate after we teamed and then I went on to Halo and then he went on to his COD journey, like we're watching each other's journeys, you know what I'm saying? And like he's watching me like go on and like win a bunch of these tournaments and like like saying something and then going and doing it, mm -hmm. you know? And then I'm sure that's like sticking with him and motivating him just like, you know, he doesn't want to not get any wins, you know? He wants to like be right there with me and like stuff like that. I think that motivates him. So, I mean, I'm sure that sticks with him. One of the things that he said uh, about you um, while we were traveling is that what he's learned from you the most is the the seriousness of the level that it takes of, of, from a commitment standpoint to say that you are going to lead something or get to go somewhere and accomplish something, that that's something that he like never took into consideration before. Mm -hmm. um, is that something that you've always had from your mentality standpoint? Like, you know, if I commit to this, I have to see it through. If I don't... What sort of feelings do you have that, that deter you from not completing a task? Yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, in this space specifically, like, what drives me the most is, like, my own ego. You know, like, I don't want to look like a, like a fool, you know? Like, you can't be saying all this shit, saying, you know, you're, you're like a non-misser and, like, you know, mm -hmm. you're just nasty, you're beam, and then not go and fucking start missing shots. Like, yeah. you just, you just got to just, like, say what you mean. And if you're going to say something, you have to do it. Because if you don't, it's going to get brought up. And yeah. it's, you're going to look like an idiot, so... Like, you just got to just fucking, I don't know, just do exactly what you say you're going to do. Yeah, that's a, that's a level of commitment, though, mm -hmm. because, you know, most people, most people say, oh, I'm going to gun you, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then just don't work towards 
keeping up with that promise. They just go about their life as if that was part of a show. You obviously have always been a, a stoic, serious dude that mm-hmm. never really boasts or talks shit. You have your moments, and when you do, like you said earlier, if guns to my head, I'll run them. Like you said that with a level of confidence that, you know, it made me believe it. Mm-hmm. And I do believe it. Yeah. Um, is, is that, has that always been part of your attitude or is that something that you committed to? Yeah, it's just always been part of me. Like, I mean, once you like, if you're real with yourself and you know how good you are at video games, like you can, you can have that like level of like, you know, you can like tap into that if you need to, if like, you know, you're that good, you know what I'm saying? Like if you've seen yourself do great shit, if you've like seen like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I have so many things to look back on and just be like, oh yeah, I'm that fucking, I'm that guy, you know? Like, just be confident, like, in anything I'm doing or, like, whatever game I'm playing. And it's just like, I mean, obviously it helps I've been doing it for so long and been at the top for so long, so. But, like, it was it was there, like, at the start, you know? Like, when I was 15, I felt the same fucking way. Like, wasn't scared to go into, like, the pro league with the Halo pros that I was, like, seeing on TV forever. Like, just wanted to fucking just, like, challenge them, you know what I mean? Like, and just, like, take their spot, basically. Um, it's just always been there. Do you remember any time in your career, like the one thing that pops out of your head where you were like on main stage, walking up to main stage and, think, and being a little nervous? Um, I remember I was nervous. Uh, 2011 Dallas was the first Reach event, and I went with um, like three Halo pros that gave me a shot basically that like, people didn't know I was going to go to the event. They were like thought I was not going to show up and show up, um, and I didn't know I was going to fucking, if I was going to go. <clears throat> we're playing, uh, we go through bracket, we get to pool play. Back then, Final Boss is still Final Boss. Like, they just won Halo 3 Nats. Like, it's like, you know, they're that team. Um, Playing on Feature Station and had, like, I don't know, 12 pros just standing behind my POV specifically on, like, because back then, a Feature Station, you know what it looks like. It's like an elevated stage where you could stand behind people's POVs. It was a monitor above their, their monitor. It's like a live feed. Had, like, 12 pros behind me, all hoping I was just going to be shit. And I was just frying. And I could hear them, like, I could hear like the little subtle like things they would say in between you know like my deaths or my kills where like I could tell it was like a pro saying it too and like you know what I'm saying like and they're all just sitting there not really saying much but like I could hear under their breath like what the fuck yeah. like this kid like what the hell this guy's actually like I don't know mm-hmm. and I could just tell like right then and there like I was nervous to play against final boss you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. I was like what the fuck but I just came out frying and I was like dude I don't know like and it kind of just gave me so much like confidence I just went on to fry and just like took over Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, esports and tell me the first player that you think is the best that comes to mind, the most natural one. I won't say anything. Call of Duty, uh, Halo. I mean, Ogre actually, two. Yeah, oh, say it again. Ogre two. Okay, cool. I was gonna give you the disclaimer that no current players. So, you know, all right. So Counter Strike. Simple. Uh, okay. Uh, League of Legends. Baker. Uh, Apex. How? Very well. Um, those are the only ones I cared about personally. Uh, Valorant, uh, Demon One, that kid's like the best. Yeah, he's pretty insane. Very cool. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do they ever reach out? Do you ever reach out? Do you guys ever try to play with each other? Because I know that Simple okay. was playing like something. Like obviously, uh, Shroud was playing. Um, do you just wait? Do you never reach out to anyone? No one ever reaches. Yeah, reach I just reach out and start cockwriting and say, no, play with me and something? Like, hey, you want to play a game with me? <laughs> you- <laughs> Any way that this could come off, it would just be cockwriting and no, it's not who I am. And like, I, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> and like when you're at like this level where like, 
they've obviously seen me win Call of Duty events. I've obviously seen them win their games. Like probably not Faker, mm -hmm. but like the other ones maybe. Like um, where you kind of just have like a, a, a respect from afar. You yeah. Know, like you might follow each other on Twitter and stuff, and yeah, like, yeah. but you don't really interact or you don't really like you know what I'm saying. But you still follow each other and like whatever. But now I think it's just like a level of respect there that you yeah. just you just understand they're just good as shit at their shit. I always I always told myself from a creative standpoint like that's what you do right collaborations is like what, yeah. what gets people hype and and I always thought I'm like man if you know when when we did the phase like optic always had this like you know you don't need anybody to do these sort of things right so mm -hmm. when when I got optic back and Banks called me Facetime he's like he's like yo we got to do this collab I'm like I'm like man you know I never thought about doing a collab like that I never thought about doing that because I was so this so when i when i think about the amount of collabs that can exist out there in the world and you see embo sort of doing them the, the collabs like that but you know what i'm saying like a formal scump that the t2p drop like if you if you guys actually did something and then created a level of uh of marketing moments and i say marketing but it's just you know content that you guys create together that's fun for both like uh and and and, and what sort of level that that would elevate the just the meaning of the of the merch drop right because mm -hmm. fashion is time it marks a moment in time you mm -hmm. can refer to it and what was going on in those in those days uh so i always wonder like uh if you guys ever hit up hit each other up and say yo i just started streaming or if you ever want to collab or not because it just seems like cock riding cock riding <laughs> is it though I don't know, man. I think I think you can give somebody a level of respect without fucking John. Depends if you've talked like to them writing before. a Johnson. It depends if you just talked to them before. Like I'm not just gonna go into simple DMs. No, of and course, be like, of course. Yeah, let's, let's play. Like, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, <laughs> but like if you see him and he's like solo queuing somewhere, you know, I'm like, yo, I'm on, hit me up. On the off chance he's playing Warzone. Uh, you Dolos? you play Valorant. You played Counter Strike. Uh, yeah, but. I like know my like lane. Like I know what it's like to play with someone who's like significantly worse than me at a game. You know, like just to like play with them. You know, yeah. like I'm not like if I'm playing with Nick, like I'm not like <laughs> expecting to like you know just have a locked sesh. You know, it's gonna be kind of trolly, kind of fun. Yeah. Like, but I'm not trying to like throw them into that sim. I don't know, whatever. But no, I haven't. Is there in 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 your future as you as you see yourself obviously uh, maturing through the space and going back and forth and this is the last question from the uh from the suggestion box mm -hmm. from grok is as as you're growing and seeing yourself through this thing what is your your future plans for like beyond this i mean obviously content creation has to be a base for it obviously um but aside from that is there anything that that piques your interest something that you've always wanted to do or you know that sort of thing like like I want to coach baseball or nah. I mean, like nothing like that. I mean, like anything that I've thought about doing would require like schooling, and I, I don't want to go back to school no matter what. Um, like I've always been interested in like being like a, a veterinarian. Oh yeah. But like, there's just no way I would. It's just like no way. Um, or like a therapist. Mm -hmm. I I've, I find it really interesting how like what makes people's brains tick and yeah. like, understanding it and like interests me. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna go to school for that no hobbies though uh, on the side like i always say, i'm like oh man i wish like one day i'm gonna own a food truck a taco truck and then i'm gonna drive around like uh you know those ice cream uh trucks the ice mm. cream but i'm gonna do that but with mexican tacos, tacos yeah I'm saying, i'll pull up to the neighborhoods just serve up and then break out good idea it's only kind i have but go on do you have any no nah, nothing like that bro. nothing like that so you, you'd have to go to a school <laughs> for veterinarian yeah, open right. heart surgery. I've always wanted to do open heart surgery, and you know, I, I don't want to go back to school for that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck that. God damn. Um, 
would you ever consider um and I, i'm again some finishing the questions here okay i know the answer so would you ever consider coaching or any level of uh like general manage or... i was like strapped for cash okay sure <laughs> sure i'll fucking be the best coach you've ever seen yeah but uh yeah no it doesn't really interest me not I, I, not really like I'm not very good at telling someone like I'm not very good at being like super nice to someone like I, I would just hurt people's feelings probably I would just be like bro you're like you're just you're, like this is like, it's like, you know it's, what I'm saying this like, is one of those moments where I gotta do the opposite of teaching and encouraging I gotta tell you the truth yeah I'm you just, like, just bro, don't like, got like, it just, I know because I have it yeah so. <laughs> I'm gonna be like dude I just don't think you're gonna be great yeah. I just I don't know how to tell you this bro I was like an 18 year old kid yeah then he becomes somebody big and he's like that's what you needed that's why I gave it to you yeah you needed exactly. my doubts so no matter what it's a win win yeah, it's a win win um, all right. That aside, I think that the, the, the first half of that was pretty good, right? G-Rock did, did his thing. Pretty good questions. Uh, again, it's difficult for me to frame them because of my ADHD brain would already knows the answer and it's, it's dumb. Um, now let's get into some more deep conspiracies that yeah. you have seen lately on the internet. There's been, um, there's been a lot of things that, uh, that, that have been popping up lately. More UFOs being spotted in Mexico. Um, how how far do you think we are before truly making contact? That's the question. That uh, is the question. That's my question. This, okay. G Rock could never. How far? Depends, bro. Like, on one hand, I want to say like we've already made contact, right? Like, I would like to believe that we have made contact and like just kept super low key. On the other hand, I hope that it doesn't happen mm -hmm. because. I think that if aliens did find us, there's like no way they'd want to just be like friends. You know, I just don't think like, I think humans are, are, are cool to be friends. You know, like we're, we're cool to send out the fucking, that shit, whatever that shit was called, Sputnik. It was, that what it's yeah, called? The yeah. thing that we sent off with like the records and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still flying and shit. Like, I'm saying yes if I know, but I don't you know. You know what I'm talking about? That shit we sent off in like the 60s or 70s or some shit. Yeah. It's been floating like a with like. capsule. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like still in interstellar, it's like in an interstellar space right now, like. Other aliens aren't doing that. Like we're we're like looking for friends and shit. Yeah. Like we're just like you know what I'm saying we just we, look so like pathetic. Like, we sent out a video of a cat yeah, into like, space following a, a laser, right? It's a cat following a laser. When you send something like that as a human, look. The thing is, the, the thing that we have to consider also is what is their psychology like? Do they know what humor is? Right. Exactly. Is, or are they literal people? Exactly. Um, and I mean not literal. You know what I mean? Like yeah, literal. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you don't know, right? You're like, yeah. Are we cool to hang out with? Absolutely. Uh, are they? Are, are there comments? I mean, not comments out there. Are there? Are there comments out there that can lead to? Hold on a second. What is this, Matt? <clears throat> the Voyager. What is Sputnik? Oh, that's like yeah, some Russian show. Yeah, Sputnik. The the Sputnik. I think is like a station that I watch a lot of space movies. And I still don't know. So I think Sputnik was like a, a rocket ship. Um, so it's called uh, the, the Golden Record, and the contents of the record were selected by NASA, the NASA committee chaired by Carl Sagan. Okay, what is it? To this, they added musical selections from different cultures and eras, uh, and spoken greetings from uh, greetings from Earth in, in 50 languages. That's the thing, like language itself, right? Uh, and printed messages from President Carter and UN Secretary General Waldim. What would you say? What would I say? Yeah. Like, well, how would you best describe humanity? Uh, I, I wouldn't. I can't. I have no idea. Hi. <laughs> so you get abducted. Uh-huh. And you're lying there naked. 
right? Lights everywhere like this. You just and then there's no beeps because they don't know what beeps are. So there's no beeping machines. And then they say, "Why shouldn't we probe you more? Describe something about humanity that will make me not want to see you as just a test that I'm testing on." I would just act like I love the probing. <laughs> you would flip it on a reverse yeah. psychology. And then if you see them chuckle, oh, no, please, <laughs> please don't probe me. <laughs> Humor. It's like, we're funny. It's like, well, what, what is fun? All right. That's, that's, um, that's a good, good, I good mean, topic. And also like, I don't know, Elon, like Elon's pretty much living out like a movie right now. Like he's like trying to go to Mars. Like he's trying to like move, like trying to like make us like an inner, what is it? Interplanetary species. Yeah. Like. He's trying to do that, mm -hmm. like, which is insane, like insane. Like, imagine you had to do that. No, like, there's just like no way. And no, it takes a level of of of, uh, of personality to get there. Yeah, I mean, are all humans accounted for right now, Matt? Are, are all humans accounted for on the planet? Like, is there anybody in space right now? Obviously, voluntarily in space. And by that, I mean that there's many people know that somebody's in space because I guess you can. Would you rather be lost at sea or just like pushed off into space in like a capsule and it's not coming back? I'm not, I'm, I'm not, never coming back regardless. Yeah. Either scenario. You're going to die. How much time do I have? Do I have the same amount of time? Uh, let's give it a week. Let's give it a week without water. That makes, yeah. that makes a little bit of sense. Oh, space for sure. Why? Because. Yes, we don't. We know more about space than we do the bottom of our own oceans. But if you are floating, lost at sea, you are seeing what you've seen your entire life, which is the blue skies, and you can breathe the air. Now, if you're in a capsule on both space and underwater, space space still to me seems a little bit more intriguing. It would be kind of intriguing, or or it wouldn't be, or it would just be black, and it would be quiet as all fuck. It'd yeah. be so quiet, dude. Yeah, it'd be so quiet. Like, you wouldn't even, like, you'd probably just sit there and, like, dude, it'd be so fucking quiet and cold and dark. Yeah. Have you ever done one of those uh, sensory deprivation uh, things? I think I have. I think I have done one. Were you shrooming when you did? I, don't, I think I did one in Vegas. No. Yeah. Is it with, like, the salts and shit? Like, where you floated? Yeah, where you just sit there in, like, a dark tank? Yeah, you're, like, floating. Like, you're weightless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Really? I think I did that in Vegas in, like, 2018. For just just cause for fun, yeah. Who's going? Very fun. Friends, yeah. I I I haven't done it. I do want to do it. Um, also, I like I always have a ringing in my ears. It's called tinnitus or some shit. But my right now I can hear a ringing in my ears. It's annoying. I hear a ringing in my ears twenty four seven. Yeah, uh, you told me. Except for when I sleep. Um, but I've I've learned to ignore it the same way that people ignore to change the. You're not thinking about it right now. Now I am, yeah, because I'm focusing on it. Damn. Yeah. It's just like, how loud is it? Like right there is, is like louder than, I mean, it's right next to my ear. So, I mean, it's in my ear. So there's nothing like that's louder. The faint motorcycle, that's louder than that. Uh -huh. um, uh, give me a second. Let me say hello to the sponsors. The first sponsor is going to be none other than Shopify. You guys know how I feel about Shopify. I rant and rave about them all the time. They've helped me sell from the beginning of Optic all the way to currently. 
my wife uses uh, Shopify to sell her leashes. Like this, this is a a website, a platform that we have been using for the longest time, just because of its ease of use. So it, it's just one of those things. Ever since I started making videos, like from the beginning, an online store was the furthest thing from my from my mind. But now through Shopify, it has made it so much easier that it is. It literally takes nothing but a little bit of effort and time to set up your account, set up your your uh, your products, and then get going. Right. Um, whether you're selling a little or you're selling a lot, uh, Shopify helps you do your thing however you want. Uh, Shopify is a global uh, commerce platform that help you at every stage of your business. From the launch of your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way from the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling sending candles, uh, whether you're selling mini walls with graffiti on them, whether you're selling leashes, uh, whatever it is that you're selling, outdoor outfits, you name it. Shopify helps you everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point-of-sale system, uh, wherever and whatever it is you're selling, Shopify has you covered. Uh, because, if you guys didn't know this, uh, Shopify uh, powers 10% of all e-commerce uh, in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind all birds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, uh, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is here to support your success every step of the way. You know, lastly, Shopify helps you turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout at 36% or better on average compared to other leading uh, commerce platforms. And that's just facts. And you sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your A-Power all-star uh, because business that grow, grow with Shopify. And right now, if you sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash eavesdrop, that's all lowercase, but I'll put a link in the description down below to make it easy for you to just click on it. Go to shopify.com slash eavesdrop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash eavesdrop. Next, but certainly not least, we have HelloFresh. You guys know the story. Maddie and I split it. Uh, it's a teamwork here. Uh, why don't you say hello to a stressless holiday season with the help of HelloFresh by skipping the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. Test the season for giving and gathering, and with HelloFresh, it can also be the season for saving. Actually, save money this month with the fresh recipes delivered cheaper than takeout. That's fire. And with pre-proportioned ingredients, you'll never waste money on excess food. Spend your time this month shopping for gifts and shipping cocoa, not stuck in a checkout line. Sign up for HelloFresh and get everything you need to whip up a fresh, tasty meal delivered to your door. Just choose your recipes, select a delivery date, and relax, knowing the dinner is on the way. HelloFresh has over 45 recipes um, and more than 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from every week. So it's easier than ever to find something that everybody will enjoy. I usually go with anything that has uh, beef. Anything that has beef, I'm going to get it. From uh, from the Mexican recipes, the Tex-Mex recipes, I, I get whatever it is that has some beef in it. That's my personal one. Matt usually likes to go with the chicken. I don't know why, uh, but the chicken ones that I have had by accident are really, really good. So if you go to HelloFresh.com slash HexFree and use code HexFree for free breakfast for life. Did you know that HelloFresh does more than just dinners? From easy breakfast to start your morning off right to a 10-minute lunch or satisfying snacks for both adults and kids, uh, HelloFresh has tasty choices for every mealtime occasion and the best part no grocery trip is required uh so right now if you want to talking about the free breakfast if you want uh free breakfast for life if you go to hellofresh.com slash h3czfree that's hex free uh and use code 
H3CZ free, altogether hex-free, for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Uh, that's breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash hex-free with code hex-free to get you what you need. I'm going to put the link in the description down below, plus the code, so make sure that you utilize it correctly because who doesn't want to have free breakfast for life? I know I do. So do check it out. Link in the description, uh, HelloFresh.com slash hex-free. That's H3C. F-R-E-E. Back to my man, Matt. You saw that Call of Duty went back to YouTube. Subsequently, yeah. Seth got taken down. We got taken down. It, it wasn't that? just Seth. It was us. Optic got taken down. Um, how do you feel about, like, the, now that you've been gone from the CDL for two years, mm -hmm. for, for, for the last two seasons, this one included, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Are you? How do you view the the CDL now that you're you're out of it? Obviously, not having to deal with. What I mean, we dude, do. fuck. Like, I think five years from now we're gonna look back on the CDL, at least from a player's perspective, not not just everyone else's. From a player's perspective, it's gonna be sick that the salaries got bumped so fucking high and everyone made a quick buck. But at the end of the day, like. I can't imagine anyone likes these events more than they liked the events before. Like, there's just no way. If they experienced the ones before, you know, there's a lot of younger players who this is the only thing they experience, and I feel bad for them. Um, going in there, playing one match a day, going back, like, it's just like, that's just not how this shit's supposed to mm -hmm. be. Not, not these games, not Call of Duty, not Halo. Like, it should never be like that. It's the pool play Friday, the fucking the open bracket, all that shit. That's just like what Call of Duty is. That's what MLG is. It's like what everyone loves, like... And the CDL just completely stripped that away, like completely killed the challenger scene. Like I don't even know. They haven't announced anything up until this point, right, Matt? I mean, like it just seems like. I mean, if if I'm I don't know shit, but like from my point of view, it looks like the CDL is going to die in like two years tops. Like that's what it seems like. It seems like they're just doing a lot of shit wrong. Um, yeah, I don't really know the ins and outs of like what happened with Seth and you guys, but mm -hmm. I mean, like that's just like Jesus Christ. Um, like just shooting themselves in the foot any chance they get not really making any like cool interesting new things that are bringing to like year in year out like with new years like you should expect something cool like oh by the way this year we're doing this differently it's just like the same shut and it's the same like like i don't know it's it's yeah and challenger i mean the challengers thing is just a joke like let's be honest it's just a huge joke anyone that's playing that i just like i feel bad for because like even if they even if they're the best shit i couldn't tell you who the fuck won last year's champs i don't know a single player on that team yeah and like that's a problem you know like that's a huge problem and i i just feel bad i mean like and i'm not saying the hcs is fucking amazing you know like <laughs> i think i think they both could be very improved um but the cdl just sucks because they have they ha they still have call of duty viewership like they ha they can still use that name to pull viewers no matter what no matter how bad the game is no matter how bad the league is they're still gonna get viewers and it's just like they're still just like just stepping all over it, like not really bringing anything exciting, like I said. But yeah, I just, I just feel bad. I think it could be a lot better, obviously, and I just don't think they give a fuck. Yeah, no, I, I, I I'm, I'm with you. I, I agree. Um, and it is a sad thing, right? Because uh, you know we've been at it since 2006, 2000 game battle, yeah, 2006 ish, and then all the way through, and then you, you thought that this was gonna elevate it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it did. You could argue that it did the the opposite, mm -hmm. right? Because like, where are we at right now? There's no. There's never been a path to pro 
to begin with, but at least we had the open tournaments that allowed for people to to sort of transcend and elevate and, mm -hmm. and climb the ladder. But now that that's been completely removed and there was no watering of those plants, uh, we're, we're left in a spot in, in, in which we're all thinking, well, what's, what's next? Because if it, the questions that I ask is like, what's, what's 2027 mm -hmm. look like? And, and no one has an answer for that, right? Nobody has an answer to what 2027 is because we don't know what 2024 is, right? Yeah. Uh, we know that we have X amount, uh, we have X amount of majors, we have X amount of, uh, of weekends where we're playing. Um, but I think, I think, you know, the, the, there has to be a, a level of, of, of looking forward that somebody has to aspire to be right if you're if you're a challenger and they say all right this this is your challenger this is how a challenger is going to look uh on year seven of the league we are going to introduce an additional spot or initial two spot or not necessarily expansion slots uh, or maybe expansion slots uh but, but but something that sort of gives people hope that keeps them grinding on this thing because right now we have how many pros that could be pro still right now Mm. That no, there are no longer pros. Like this league, sort of took something away from those aspiring pros or those pros that were on teams and were making a salary and you know were, were dedicating their lives to becoming better at this thing. And that completely went away the second that 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 um, that the CDO came in. So I, I just don't know how much more anybody can have patience with this thing. Yeah, I've always liked the idea. Like, and this isn't a perfect world. Obviously, this probably isn't even possible. Um, like I've always liked the idea where when you take like the bottom four teams, um, I think they tried something like this last year, where you take the bottom four teams in the league and you make them play the top four teams of challengers and like, but put like real stakes on it. Like winner gets the spot. Winner gets to stand in this fucking, this, this whole next um, split, this whole next, you know, whatever next major leading up to it. Like if, you know, for example, like the Las Vegas Legion, if they if they get slammed by these kids and they got to go play in challengers mm -hmm. and then they got to go and endure yeah. that and they got to work their way back up i know it's not possible with you know the how the how the shit's set up and like there's fucking franchise teams whatever but like i've always liked that and like i, I think they tried something with this last year but i wasn't really watching too closely but i swear they played like bottom it was called like um yeah, yeah the pro am yeah the pro am yeah but like there wasn't real stakes on that it was more so just like giving them a shot to play them yeah, once yeah, i get yeah yeah but like put some real stakes on it you know yeah. like your salary doubles next year because you're a pro now. Yeah, like you just you know you, you play for the spot, yeah. and see what happens. And and then if the, if those cha I'm not saying all these challengers kids are fucking godlike and they should be in the league. Yeah. I don't think that. No. I think that they could have a, they should have a chance to to try just so that if I'm a challengers kid, I want to be able to get into the league without just like basically dick riding and stat horning my way to mm -hmm. it. You know, mm -hmm. that's like mm -hmm. the only way you can do it right now. Um, and I just think it'd be cool to have like yes yeah, something like at the end of the year we do this and like we fucking we play for the spot and like you get to see who actually deserves it and like they get a chance for a whole season and or not a season but you know what I mean like a split yeah um but yeah I don't know I just think that it just sucks that the whole amateur scene is just kind of just just thrown to the curb and no one really gives a fuck like it's just if you're in the league you're just like kind of like they're below you so you kind of just look down on them and you're just like eh, that's so Adrian Challengers but like I don't really give a fuck I have yeah. a salary blah blah blah. And it's like, that's just the way it is. And it's just, a, it's a really harsh reality those kids are going to have to realize. And it just sucks because there's a lot of like, I'm, I'm picturing myself as a 15 year old, like trying to become a pro. Like my way to become a pro was I, I had to find a team, whatever, same, same way they did. But then you go to an event and then you get to play pro teams. And then where you place is like, you can become pro right then and mm -hmm. there. And then you're a professional. And like, I don't know, it's just different now. It's way harder. It looks like, yeah. I don't fucking know. Well, it's way harder because the, the, the there's barriers there's now. There's being the gatekept. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Barriers, barriers to entry just have gotten so outrageous that there is no. And 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 why should somebody that knows that they're different and know that they have an ability that, but know where to display it? Mm-hmm. Like, why would they stick around for this? Exactly. Thing, right. Yeah. When they see people like you, when they see people like uh, uh, Shotzi uh, and whoever else, multi multi FPS players, like when they see people like that, they're like, well. This is like I mean, look at what you did when Halo went away. You came to Call of Duty and then you fucking cemented your legacy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Why? What's what Call of Duty as a scene suffers is having talent like you that are up and comers that are just gonna leave the fucking scene and we're never gonna get to benefit from that ascension. Like off to Apex or Valorant yeah. or fucking yes. whatever. Yeah. So it, it it's difficult, man, because you know we we've been here from the beginning, building this thing all together, right? Uh, team managers and players and hand in hand, sponsors hand in hand, and we're all trying to build this thing. And then when it becomes big enough, the, snuff it, snuff it by 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 taking it taking it away from from the community. Um, so so yeah, look if 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 you as an outsider who has been an insider feels that way, I mean I. I ask that because as an insider in this thing, I just sometimes like wish that I could just like share like what like every single point that has happened to see what an outsider person from a different that doesn't that isn't in Call of Duty would think of the situation as to as, as to how this thing has has been like managed because I I feel like I'm going crazy sometimes like screaming in the air like guys ah, like hold the fucking phone like this is this is let's pause for a little bit and let's just walk it out game it out let's just think about it what what does this look like in three years right it's just like uh what we're seeing now is sort of that right like you get inflated in the beginning of that there's a lot of money that comes in all this marketing thing it's like a fucking brand new thing i think the remember the the cdl logo step stage where you had mega fans on the shit do you remember that like how how did that make any sense that. from the beginning and that shit was like that was pretty trolling. I'm pretty sure I was like getting popcorn thrown at me. No. No, I wasn't. Oh, I imagine. Oh, because you were with. Um... No, you came with no, the no, husband no, no, immediately. No. Yeah, no. No, you were, you were, I was thinking of the, of the optic days. ones. Yeah. You're thinking of the, the Dash. I was thinking of Dashy. Mm. When he was on, on OGLA. Um, but yeah, it's it just like the whole the whole way that it was formatted from the beginning. It was like so easy to see where it, where it was going to be. And like, we're like seeing it happen right now everything that everybody predicted is happening right now and i will say too though like in the cdl's defense because i don't want it to make it seem like i just fucking hate the cdl because mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck i'm neutral i don't care what happens i think it could have looked a lot differently if covid didn't happen and i mean like i, I don't know because like here's the thing like we went to minnesota and we went to london and then we went to atlanta and i think that was the last one there was three events and then it was covid and we never went back so I don't remember what the schedule was looking like for that year. Um, I did think the scheduling was brain dead, like as is, just because they were only inviting eight teams to tournaments. Like from that was just brain dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that it went to online kind of halted all like excitement about the league, in my opinion, as, as a player and I'm assuming as a fan, just watching everything online was just like super lame. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with like it being like the new thing and like and now it's just like an online shit. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I just think that that just put a whole like just halt on the hype and just who knows what it could have looked like but i mean what we have now is definitely not it don't don't just remember right like at one point it was supposed to be only four teams that traveled and they were only going to play two matches a day and yeah and hasro when he was on empire me when uh, i was i was huntsman like uh i remember in one of the team meetings i texted him like yo this is i'm like yo you should fucking say something about this and I wanted him to be the one to say it because 
you know, I don't want to, don't come me for, don't come at me for the solution. I'm just going to tell you what the problem is. I, like, I'm busy. So I, I, to, I told, I told me and Sora like, yo, players, I mean, players and fans, fans specifically, the most important thing. No! Nick disagrees, but fans, the most important uh, aspect of them. I'm kidding. He'll say no to something else. Um, fans are used to paying I don't know, a hundred, a hundred dollars, uh, for for an MLG ticket in which they can consume as much competitive Call of Duty from sun up to sun fucking down, and you're telling me that we're gonna take all that away from them and just put two teams? I'm like, what if, what if, uh, you know, a, a team that, uh, I, I, anyway, we posed the question, it changed, and they they still launched at eight, uh, eight per, per, uh, per uh. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, what what COVID did is that it extended the runway had covid not happened all the money that would have been spent on in 2020 when was covid 2021 2020 in 2020 all the all the covid all the covid events that happened all the 2020 events that would have happened would have would have chopped down that that money tree a little bit boom 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 little by little so what we're experiencing today we would have experienced the year before that mm, okay or even sooner because everybody would have been like oh this isn't this isn't i see like that's just the shit that you know that i wouldn't know you yeah know? like well it is just the economics behind this thing were fucking ludicrous to fucking begin with yeah you know, I'm, I'm i'm glad that i do podcasts and i'm glad that i've always done podcasts because you can go back and see the shit that i was saying when i was saying it at you know from the scuff house all the way through when when we first sold out, that goes like right before that. I'm like, hey, this is this makes absolutely no sense. But you know, I I I, I will promise that I'm never going to give up on Call of Duty personally. Optic optic uh, optic. You know, we need the 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 esport uh, for everything. It's our passion you know, above above anything else. It's my passion. That dude mm -hmm. right there has been playing Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty too. You know what I'm saying? And I may have not ever been gifted with what you guys have been gifted with but i love the shit i love the shit i love snd is my favorite i just love it i love the culture behind call of duty that we created i mean think about the lingo and the way that it's that is spread across all the games not just call of duty right like a lot of the the the, the call of duty slang is used everywhere just mm -hmm. because it's gamer lingo and it all started in, in 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 these videos that people were watching and what was the most popular video that people were watching back then Sniper videos, from sniper that? videos, Call of Duty videos, and then from there, people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna play this shit. I'm gonna play this shit." Like, C Niners came from Call of Duty, from what I when, when I first heard of him was Call of Duty, and then he went on to do Minecraft, and look at what he did with Minecraft, Captain Sparkles. I mean, you name all the old school ones, like it it, it all came, you know, one way. Everyone's or another. fucking played Call of Duty. Dude. Yeah, it's it's uh, everyone, and, and that's why the responsibility from both ends was so meaningful in this relationship that if one of them didn't upkeep what they said they were going to fucking do that it was all going to fucking fall apart because it would have been a, a a relationship in which only one person was working you know what i'm saying yeah no i i i think i understand that yeah uh let's end it on a on a happier on a on a happier topic epstein island they are sub <laughs> <laughs> they're releasing 152 i'm kidding we don't want to talk about that stuff um I'm uh I'm I find it hard to not like how much more can we endure as a league? You know, just I just I, I get dragged back into it, man. I want to move on. Uh 
end of the year is happening. Uh, what 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 are you looking forward to the most this upcoming year? What do you have? What have you mentally already committed to? Um, just it doesn't eat, have to be like eating better. Just like I've already kind of started, but like just kind of wanted to just commit to it for a few months. See what happens. Do you want to go hand in hand on a carnivore diet come January? Uh-uh. Just eggs and meat. Uh-uh. Why? I just know I won't be able to be like, won't be able to do it. I don't cook like that. First exactly, of all, exactly. Yeah, but but you can get those delivered. Right? Plus, I want to do it in my like the way I want to do it. You want to do it the way you want to do it. Doing it the way that you want to do it is the same way of me doing it the way that I want to do it, which is being forty three and not having accomplished what I wanted to accomplish from a physical standpoint. Mm -hmm. Being handsome can only take you so far. You have to have the machine that goes with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's always that's always mine too. Yeah, eating better. And I fluctuate, but I just love food, man. I don't know if I'll ever be able to. So tasty. Think about this. Tortillas, you can't eat them. Too many carbs. Beans, rice. I mean, that's How often do you eat that? Every day. Really? Yeah, I mean, if I could. Mm. Yeah, dude. It's, it's a really good like, combo. It's, it's Mexican, dude, Mexican food is my shit. It's, it's where it's at. Um, aside from that, from a competition standpoint, uh, where do you see the team? How do you rank the team? How do I rank the team? Yeah, so far. I mean, the we're just team. like part of the big three. There's just going to be the same big three. Like us, FaZe, SSG, it's going to be like probably us three competing for a title every event. If another team does, I'd be very surprised. Um, I would tip my hat to it. But I think wouldn't surprise three, you either. Wouldn't really surprise me at this point. Like, I mean, the game's been out for so fucking long. Like, if you don't know how to fucking play it by now, then like, Jesus Christ, what the hell are you doing um, with your days? But yeah, I mean, the game, it, it is a new starting weapon, so that'll be exciting. Um... Yeah, to be honest, bro, I haven't really been thinking about Halo too much, like, just because we're in the off season and like, like people like SSG announced a Ross yesterday. I did not care. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, I don't know, because I, I, I'm just like the type of person where like once I get into a pattern, I just fucking just Nothing care about the matters. pattern. Yeah, I'm just like streaming Warzone and just like trying to build my stream right now. It's like all I care about. And when Halo comes around again, I'll care about Halo. It's just how I am. So I don't know. We'll see. But like I said, it's just gonna be. When do you guys good. start uh, practicing in? I don't know. Fucking hopefully not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you you could do without a couple of more months of just uh, chilling. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Any plans uh, going anywhere? Not really. No. Not, not going, really. Not going back home for Christmas? I'm actually not. I don't know. I've just been like getting really like anxious on flights recently. And I just like need to figure out what's going on there. Um, I just saw my mom. She helped me move in. So like cool there. I talked to my parents about it already. And they cool with it but yeah i just gotta like i said i just gotta get healthier really how old are you 29 now yeah yeah so it's kind of important now shit's gonna start mattering a lot so from what i understand is that you have to do you have to do it 100 percent. there's no otherwise people like you people like me that everything is black and white you can't you either commit or you don't commit yeah it just goes out the window. Yep. You continue to eat great, feel great, taste great, be happy. Why is why does it have to be the choice? I mean, I why be, can't why can't salad taste like fucking cookies? Yeah. Why hasn't that been like scienced yet? Like hello? Like, I don't know. There's gonna be people who say, Well, I'll try this shit, I'll try this shit. Um it's impossible. I mean, I, I think I think food is such an addictive thing. It's like you, you can ask heroin addicts that have been on it for a long time, back and forth, getting off and back on. Like, it's impossible to get off of food. It's the same thing. It is. And the problem is, it's like, imagine heroin was like, 
you had millions of different types of heroin. Yeah, and you, you needed it to live. Yeah, exactly. Sustenance. And it's right down the street. It's on your phone. It's on Uber Eats, and it can appear to you like that. Yeah. And it's immediate fucking, yeah. you know, satis satisfaction. Immediate. A, a bigger hit of dopamine. In, yeah. I mean... Like you never get sick of it. You never get you never get sick of eating food and having being really hungry and eating something like that you wanted. That feeling is like it never gets old. And before you six pack having people out there says, "Well, you know, it's, it's, you can't do it. You just gotta eat the right thing." We fucking know. Yeah, bro, we know like, all the just get yeah, it, bro. I can get tell right. you right now. I can tell you right now. Cut out the 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 the, the three. Cut out the the, the big three: sugar, pasta. And uh, and cocaine. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, it's sugar, pasta, and uh, and what else? Carbs or some shit. No, what is it? Bread. Gluten. Bread. Gluten. Gluten. What the fuck is gluten? No one knows what gluten. No one is. gluten is. No one likes gluten. No one knows what gluten is. Uh, it is right. The three. The, the they call it the three white devils. Uh, sugar, sugar, pasta, and bread. Yeah, eat. sugar, pasta, and bread. I'm supposed to eat then. Yeah. Steak. Steak. No sugar. No, what are you gonna drink? No sugar. You get that that coffee goes away. You can't even drink coffee. It's like got sugar in it. Need that coffee. No, 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 uh, no fruits. Yes, I know it's in moderation. Relax. I've read it all. I've seen it all. I've hired professionals to get me right. Yeah, it's just nothing fuck this has topic, helped. Bro. Fuck this topic, bro. It's getting sadder. I'm Someone's go eat. getting so much dope typing shit in the comments I'm right now. I'm gonna go eat. I'm gonna go eat something nice. <laughs> okay. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for stopping by, man. Thanks. Go get some sleep. Yeah. Been a, it's been a long night. You are on a bender, dude. You're about to be 24 hours deep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode number 163. Uh, huge shout out to HelloFresh and Shopify for sponsoring the podcast. We'll see you guys next time. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.